Welcome back to the Yankees Nation podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 8th. We've got another week of spring training games to talk about some injuries, some uh, trade rumors, and, uh, you know, some quotes to talk about. And, uh, you know, before we get into all that, Brian out in San Diego, how are you? I'm doing well today, Ryan. Thanks for asking. We've got a great spring day starting up out here. Sun's up. Things are rolling along. Looks like the Yankees are rolling along through spring right now. I think we've got some great stories to talk about with some of the young kids, as well as uh, some of the older ones starting to look a little bit like they're in, in form. Yep. Yeah, first uh, first to start off, the Yankees uh, optioned some guys to uh, minor league camp. Um, I believe Yoandres uh, Gomez and Everson Pereira, I believe they offered, uh, optioned them to Somerset. And then uh, uh, Jesus Bastidas... Bastidas, uh, I think that's his. I think that's yeah. how you say it. Yep. And then Andres Chaparro, who uh, we've talked about a little bit here before, um, they were optioned to minor league camp. And um, the thing, the thing is, like, this doesn't mean you're not going to see them in spring games. They're going to yep. come over and play uh, yep. in the later innings, as they have been. They're just not going to be training. With, at the big league camp, they're going to be at the minor league complex like across the street. That's basically all it means. So um, we're going to continue to see these guys uh, throughout the, the rest of camp, especially with some with like Glaber leaving for WBC and you know things like that. So that's yeah. that's what that that's what that kind of means there. Uh, you have any thoughts on that, Brian? Yeah, I think um, first off, Pereira. Um, there was some discussion early in the season about earlier about you know he might have a shot at making the big league team. Obviously, that didn't happen. Bastidas has had a pretty good uh, camp, and Chaparro's had a good pretty camp. But Chaparro's never going to get time as long as you've got Rizzo and uh, DJ uh, Lemayhew yep. uh, at first base. So I think it's good. Chaparro spent most of last year in Jersey at Somerset. I think you know then he I think he did get to Triple A. Um, uh, and stuff, but he'll probably be he'll probably be Scranton Wilkes Bar's starting first baseman. So yeah, yeah. So those guys that get sent down, they'll there will probably be a mo- another couple rounds of these uh, mm-hmm. towards the end of camp. Um, I'm sure that people are keeping an eye out for uh, if Anthony Volpe gets sent yeah, down one of these. That's, <laughs> so that's going to be the big one to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we'll, we will get to Volpe talk. Uh, we got a couple of injuries to talk about. Um, first one, Oswald Peraza, who is probably, uh, I still think he's going to be the opening day shortstop. Um, when you look at who he's been playing with, um, they, they say he's going to be back, expects to play Thursday tomorrow against the Red Sox. So good news. Uh, hopefully, that's, yeah. Hopefully that stays on track there. So. I, I, you know, it's it's going to be interesting because Volpe has done everything possible, you know, um, to uh, to unseat. But Peraza, you know, is Peraza going to be one of those players that just doesn't get all the respect that he deserves? You know, I mean, last year the whole IKF thing and him not getting time, and then um, and then as well as uh, uh, the you know the now now it seems like Volpe's getting a lot of attention over in that area too, but. I think Peraza is going to be great. I can't wait for the Os- Oswald and Oswaldo both to be in the same lineup all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully he's in the lineup Thursday, and then we can kind of be back to 
to uh, normalcy there. Um, one thing I will say is uh, I think Jack Curry on the latest on one of the broadcasts kind of indicated that I, th- I think Peraza is going to be the guy. Um, so yeah, that'd be interesting to see. Um, next injury we have is uh, Tommy Canely. Um, he has right biceps tendonitis, and he said it was similar to something he had in 2018, but tried to pitch through. And uh, that's part of why he went to the minor leagues that season. Um, said it could take a month to clear up. He's on like a 10-day no-throwing uh, period, and I, I think he's about four or five days into it now. So um, hopefully not out too long. Honestly, like if he misses the start of the season, this helps like the flexibility of the bullpen. It's not right. like the end of the world. When it comes to like the opening day roster, it could open a spot up for Clark Schmidt to yeah. be with the big league team instead of start in the minors. Which, like, I don't know about you, but I, I believe that uh, Domingo Herman is going to be the fifth starter. I think they've kind of already just dis- already decided that he's had two uh, rotation. He's had two two uh, two turns in a rotation and doing very well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I I just think because of you know. Domingo has options, and I, I mean, Domingo doesn't have options, and then Clark does, and yeah, you know, I, I just think that's going to be the case there. Um, yeah, but yeah, hopefully, Tommy Canley, we get him back at some point in April, and then you know, the Yankees can roll roll with their bullpen as they designed it in the offseason. Well, and he's coming out, and he's coming out of the um, you know the Tommy John world, right? It's recovery world, yeah. So he's. You know, hopefully this is just something where he favored a little bit. But if he's had it before, you gotta, you gotta. Let's hope it does clear up. So, yeah, um, yeah. The, I mean, the good thing is it. He seems to indicate that like, hey, rest is gonna, rest is gonna help this go away. And uh, he didn't rest it last time, so I think uh, it's a good sign for this time. Mm-hmm. And you know, a lot of the times you 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 get injuries to these bullpen guys. You, that you lose them for a long time. That can be uh, seems like a lot of the injuries for for bullpen guys. You lose them for a while. A while. But um, this could be like a yeah. miss two weeks in April type of thing. And the the Yankees depth in the bullpen they like they can deal with that. Um, next yeah. injury we have we have two catcher injuries actually. Um, Austin Wells, one of the better prospects in the Yankee system. He's out six to eight weeks, fractured 12th rib. That's what it, yeah. it says. So that's unfortunate. Uh, was kind of looking forward to seeing him in spring training games, but we're, that's not going to be yeah. going to be the case anymore. Um, it, slides him, it slides him back down to you – now the question is, he goes double A or start season, or is he going to stay up for play after he gets back? You know, mm-hmm. We'll just see yeah. where he goes. But, yeah, this is going to slow down his development greatly. Yeah, um, and then you have Anthony Siegler, who also hurt his shoulder last week. Um, that's also uh, so that's two catchers, and then you take into account Ben Rortvid, who is uh, um, gonna who is missing a lot of time as well. Um, that's three catchers <laughs> that you're gonna be without. Um, some people have kind of joked, "Hey, sign Gary Sanchez to a minor league deal." <laughs> Um, I don't know if we'll do that, but I think we can certainly uh, hope to have, um, you know, Higashioka and and uh, Trevino hopefully stay stay solid for the whole season. But 
Yeah. Catching catching's kind of thin. There's I guess there's still the kid Brantley out there, down there. Um who's Rob who's, Brantley. Rob Blantley, has he been playing there? He played catcher, you know, and still doing things. So, mm-hmm. but he, he's been, he's had a couple of trips up to the to the big league club. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So now we get to the topic that you you guys have probably been uh been waiting for. We have uh Anthony Volpe. You know, he's been just fun to watch this spring. Um. You know, we Brian and I were talking to DMs last night. Do we think he's going to make the big league roster? Yeah. I, I said I don't, and uh, I uh, I'm not like super. I'm not going to be like super mad if he doesn't. But I want him to be like the first guy to get called up when an, an injury yeah. in the infield happens. Yeah, and uh, for that to be the plan, we'll have to uh, get to Which... another topic. In yep. a little bit, but yep. I do want to touch on a Boone comment. Um, said he said we're paying attention uh, regarding Volpe, and but he also cited his lack of AAA at bats. So um, I think it kind of, I think it kind of puts the writing on the wall regarding that. Yeah, yeah. But I also think uh, I also think he's pushing hard and could be pushing for like, hey, like. He doesn't need to be good in AAA for long to be deserving of a call-up. We still have the situation, too, where if they delay till May to bring him up, he gets one more year, right, of serviceability? Yeah, I believe that's all, that's still the case, so that yeah. could be happening. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Yankees did that. They did that with, uh, they did that with Glaber when they yeah. first called him up as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh the thing is like where do you where do you play him if he uh if he does get called up as well? You, yeah. like, do you, you don't want you don't like want to just outright bench Peraza if he's going well. Um it, 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 might force labor out of the lineup. Right. Or right. If someone moves to third. Uh who knows. Um Yeah. I think the good news is you can talk to him and, and say, look, you've done a great job. We'll get you to AAA this year. Um, we do have a backlog. If they move, all right, we can't get to that extra news yet. But, yeah, he, he's played second, short, third so far and um, and looked good at everywhere. I mean, some of his shortstop play has been really stellar. Yeah. And, uh, and, and so you, you hope. Plus his, his, his bat and his movement in the field. I think we have a natural leadoff hitter, mm-hmm. you know, and that would be it would be kind of exciting for the Yankees to actually have a natural leadoff hitter. We, you know, DJ is great, but DJ would be much better as a two or three, um, you know, mm-hmm. just the way. They, but the the way the Yankees constructed their lineup, that's not going to happen. So yeah, if I mean if Bobby has that like on base yeah. percentage there, I mean he's he's a guy who can. Steal second and third at the yep. start of the game. So, yeah. um, not only that, but still, still second, even though you're getting picked off. I mean, even though you're getting picked off, or they're doing a pitch out on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just don't get picked yeah. off. Uh, yeah, like, like he did against yeah. uh, Pittsburgh the other night. Yeah, yeah. against Pittsburgh. And that, I believe that was on the third throw over. That was like the do or die yeah. throw. So, which, like, mm-hmm. hey, people are still trying to figure out the new rules. They're trying to. 
figure out how far they can get out there before yeah. they'll throw throw over. Uh, of course, if yeah. you don't know, you get three throws over to first base, and uh, on the third one, you can throw over, but if you mm-hmm. don't get an out, there is uh, yeah. uh, the runner moves to second. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think in, <clears throat> he got caught. He got caught leaning. Though. I mean, you see the replay of the pitch and everything. He was he was leaning towards second um, when the before the throw came over. So, yeah. Yep. Um, Jason Dominguez, the other top prospect that we've been really excited about this spring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who's been playing really well? He's just been like hitting hitting 100 mile an hour rockets every game pretty much yeah, like i think the other night he had a single that was like 100 something um, yeah and he also of course he had that uh the go ahead home run against the Braves which was really exciting um yeah the uh Braves audio cut out which was not exciting but <laughs> on on that on that clip on the broadcast um so uh, i mean he he's there are people who are saying hey let him play left field, but that's just not. That's even more of a stretch than Volpe being right. with the uh, the major league team coming out of spring. Yeah, um, yeah he's just uh, he, he's also playing against the uh, the the guys who are playing in the late innings. You know, he's not playing against major league talent, but it is really good to uh, see him doing what he's doing. Um, yeah, yeah, he's so. he's been great, and he's uh, I think, and and he's he's really playing well. Again, here's another guy, as you said, just got to get some season, get some. Uh, uh, is he one year away or two years away? I would hope he's up by uh, 2024. I think if he has a really good like spring, I mean, if he has a really good year in in the minor league minor leagues this year, there could be people calling for him late this year where, you know, I, I think it, it, if he hits the ground, ground running in double A, which is where he's going to start, um, that'll be, uh, he could get a call to triple A pretty quickly. Yeah. And then if he does well at triple A. I, I mean, people are going to be calling for him, especially if the Yankees have a, a hole in left field, you know, he's 20 years old and he looks like a, he, he looks huge already, yeah. you know, and so, uh, you know, and then the fact that he's got the bat speed and everything, you know, I think it's really, you know, it's going to be fun to watch him come through the come through the system and, and put some pressure yeah. on people. Yeah. Um, so now we get to the topic we have been hinting at for uh, the episode so far. <laughs> um, IKF has been a hot topic for basically since he's been acquired. Yeah. Um, and uh, what I said to Brian last night in the conversation about Volpe has to be the guy who gets the call when someone gets injured. Um, for that to be the plan, IKF basically has to be not on the team. Right. Um, and there's been some talk with the Gavin Lux injury happening that, that the Dodgers might be interested. I'm not convinced on that because they do have um, – they have Miguel Rojas, who is like a veteran shortstop. He's like actually really good defensively there. Yep. Um, doesn't bring much offense. I mean, kind of like IKF does. Um, I don't know if they need another infielder because like Rojas was probably going to be at second base. I, I think they were going to have Gavin Lux at shortstop, 
and um, Max Muncy at third. So uh, I'm interested to see whether uh, what the what that does for the Dodgers logjam or what the Dodgers what the, what that what that does for the Dodgers infield. I'm not sure. I'm just not familiar with the roster enough. Um, I got a question for yeah. you. Do you do you think they trade him in division? Justin Turner just took a big just just uh, got got hurt real bad. He'll be out <laughs> for several weeks. So. Well, they they also that that team also is without their starting shortstop for uh, half the season, basically maybe yeah. until yeah. August. Uh, Trevor Story. Yep, you know? yep. exactly. So, so they're they're. They traded with them when they traded Ottavino. Yeah. So yep, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I wouldn't expect it, but um, yeah, I I really hope that the Yankees are exploring moving IKF. Uh, before the start of the season, I don't really expect it. Um, but here, here's one. Here's one thing I'll say. This is like, yes, like you could play IKF when on the days you don't play Peraza, but like you shouldn't be like trying to save Peraza much. He's young; he can play every day. Right. Right. And if you're not going to play Peraza, you know who should be playing shortstop on those days? Oswaldo Cabrera. Oswaldo Cabrera, yeah, exactly. So um, you have – I mean, those are two t- two better defenders than uh, IKF in, 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 our, yeah. in, our view, in our view. I yeah. know de- defensive runs saved likes IKF, but all the other metrics don't because uh, – and we all know that IKF has trouble with throwing over to first yes. base. You just can't trust him. Um <clears throat> And and also you got Anthony Volpe, who is I mean we've seen he's a better defender as well. Absolutely, and you know how much are the pitchers going to have it have a say in what goes on here, right? I mean, he did uh, he, he he struggled when he was behind Garrett Cole not one time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, and I believe he uh, I believe he had an error in the game that uh, Garrett Cole pitched this spring, and it made Garrett Cole throw throw more pitches again. Um, so I, I think, you know, where we, where we stand on the IKF, uh, topic there. Um, there was also a weird Boone quote about how, uh, IKF could play the outfield if Oswald Peraza wins the shortstop job, which like you have, like, once again, you have Oswaldo Cabrera, who is yeah, just you already a better have player. Your- you already have your super sub. You don't, need, you know, and you, and of course you got DJ that just roams around the field, the infield, you know, except for short. You don't need. He, he's he's redundant. He's he's more than redundant. So, yeah, I mean, you think about like the Yankees roster if they they don't have IKF on it. I mean, you have the uh, you can have Oswaldo Cabrera alternate between left and shortstop primarily. And yeah. rotate around the infield when the when yep. those guys need need day off days off as well, mm-hmm. and then you have their you have your DJ Josh Donaldson and Glaber Torres kind of rotation that kind of that's going <laughs> to naturally work itself out, you know, yep. as it as those things usually do. Yep. Um, and so I, I the roster would work <laughs> yeah. without IKF. I, I mean, it, it's it's harsh, but <laughs> it would. No, but it, and it's so true. And and they, you know, they, there are teams out there that need a need a good versatile infielder. And and IKF, you know, heck, Gold Glove at third base, 
He played shortstop last year for the you know whole year for the Yankees and stuff. And he's serviceable. He's not he's not bad, and he doesn't have a bad at bat. You know, he's yeah. Got I mean, he's bat. got the right at attitude. Yeah, you know? like yeah. he's not like a he's not going to tank your team, and he's not going to tank the Yankees. But like, if the Yankees are willingly playing him over the kids again this year, it's going to be frustrating. That's 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 the bottom line there. And I think it's going to be frustrating, not just for the fans this year, either. It's going to be frustrating for those players as well. And that, yeah, because it's going to be like, what do I, it's like, what do you, it's like the kids are going to be like, what do I have to do to, yeah, like, you know, um, yeah. So we got some, uh, moving on, we got some swing changes that we, uh, got to talk about here. Um, first one is Aaron judge. And this is, uh, credit to John boy here. He, uh, he, he saw that Aaron Judge is going with a two-strike approach. He's not doing his big leg kick. Well, not he never he doesn't really have a huge leg kick, but he's not, he's eliminating the leg kick on uh, mm. two-strike approaches. And that is because in the offseason, he talked with um, Paul Goldschmidt, uh. and uh, and and when when Judge came to uh, Major League Camp, he talked about how hey, like oh I'm trying to I, I talked to some other major leaguers about two-strike approach and stuff like that. And then we were like, who, who could he, who could he be talking to that? Like Aaron judge comes to you and says, Hey, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I need advice. Like you would think it would be the other way around, but uh, I mean, Paul Goldschmidt won the MVP in the national league last year. So, right. um, but yeah, uh, makes it's sense a- that he makes sense that he would ask him. Yeah, and I'm sure Rizzo had something to do with that bending his ear a little bit too because Rizzo changes his approach. Rizzo has a history of, of choking up on the bat a little bit, doing a few more things with two strikes. Of course, he's a lefty, and that's different than what than, – than, um, and he's also not six yeah. foot seven, um, you know, so <laughs> but yeah. he's also tall. You know, he's not, not, that, not that short. But, <clears throat> yeah, I think it makes sense that he would go to the other MVP, <laughs> you know, and, and say – all right, how you doing this and stuff. But there's a guy that just wants to continue to improve and hone his game. And uh, I, I it, it, it's he really is such a good breath of fresh air uh, from a from a player standpoint and a citizen, and a citizen. So yeah, and of course, as we saw, Judge is strong enough to still hit home runs. Yeah, <laughs> with with that approach, because he did it on. Yeah. Uh, I think on Monday against the Pirates, he uh, opposite hit, field. hit an opposite field shot to yeah. uh, base the short porch down in in, in Tampa. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, I think it'll be interesting to see how that approach works for Judge throughout the season. I think he's, I mean, I think he's just adding things to his game uh, uh, throughout his career. I think he yeah. added some things last year that just allowed him to have that ridiculous season i don't expect that level of play again obviously but i mean i i think he's just adding aspects to his game throughout his career mm-hmm. um which... it would be interesting to see if um giancarlo stanton picks up some of this stuff Gian- giancarlo has one way to swing and you just hope the bat collides with the ball <laughs> in some ways you know i i love giancarlo i really do but I just, you know, he can look so awful on a strikeout. And, uh, you know, but, but boy, when it goes, it goes. Yeah. The thing is, like, 
It's like, what? <laughs> I don't even know if he has a leg kick either. No. John Giancarlo, he doesn't. It's kind of no. like just arms. Full <laughs> arms. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a short chop, you know. So mm-hmm. I don't know how much he can do with that. Like, two-strike approach, he's probably is he's probably like oh i do that all the time so <laughs> i do that in a, on a zero zero count so, yeah. um <laughs> yeah um he's been hitting the ball hard i think yeah so, so far from what i've seen so i, I think he hit like a 112 mile an hour thing ball off the pitcher in his first game <laughs> and i was like all right he's fine he's he's <laughs> when, when he, you have you, for these players. You have like one checklist thing in the, uh, the in spring training, and for Giancarlo, it's like, hey, break stat cast once. I don't care if it's a ground ball. Uh, yeah. you're you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> um, so true. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and uh, the the next thing on the list, we have another swing change. As we mentioned, we have. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Before you get there, yeah. we got to talk about Judge moving to left. Oh right, yeah. Uh, we kind of knew this was going to happen. Um, the Yankees have been kind of hinting at it, but he's uh, he, he's in the lineup and playing left field today, I believe. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he is uh, batting second, playing left field today. So we're going to see it. Uh, first time he's played left field since I believe he was in AAA. So, so um, now does that mean that uh, does that mean that um, John Carlos in right today? Are they playing with the whole outfield? I'm not sure. Let me check. I'm um, checking right now. So, Giancarlo's in right. Yep. Yeah. There we and go. And yeah, this is base. This is pretty much the the alternate the lineup. lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, except for that IKF at shortstop thing. Yeah. I mean, you could you could say maybe Peraza would be playing if the ankle that didn't right. it wasn't keeping him out till till Thursday, but um, yeah. Uh, that is, that is a pretty good lineup. So, yeah, I mean, hey, he's batting ninth, so can't, yep. can't play too much. Uh, and yeah, so uh, we'll be interested to see uh, how how Judge looks and left this afternoon. I, I hope this game's on. Yes, uh, I'll, I'll have it on if it, if, it uh, is. They yeah. say it's on. Yes. Okay, so yeah, I'll, I will. I will have it on. Um, uh, the benefits of working remote here. So there you go. Um, yeah. Uh, interested to see how he looks in left field. I, I'm sure he'll be able to handle it. He handled center field fine sure. last year. So, sure. Um, yeah. So good, good, good. That so, looks like a good lineup to watch today. Um, yeah. we're and Cole's pitching too. Yeah. So, yeah. um, opening day without the shortstop. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so our second swing change, as we uh, as we hinted at, we have Aaron Hicks changing his swing. I think he's like bringing his hands up higher or something like that, and it basically is helping him get to the higher pitches, which is what mm. gave him trouble. Yeah, past the the high fastball was just blowing by him last year. Yeah. So, yeah. um, I, I understand. I don't have super high hopes for Aaron Hicks. I also understand why others don't. Um, yeah, I also don't think he's going to be a guy like IKF who's like who in tank a team season. He's not like a god awful player, but I, I mean, like you said, I, 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. First off, he's a switch hitter. He can, you know, so you, so you can, you know, change people around in the lineup a little bit. Um, and he has uh, had a good spring, by the way. <laughs> except for dropping that one ball that I just yeah. highlight on. So, you know, maybe he needs to change gloves in addition to in, in addition to changing yeah. his batting, his, his swing. But, uh, you know, you can't have that stuff. He used to be a really stellar outfielder. You know, and I don't know whether it's, you know, their mind games or whatever. Of course, it could have been the sun and Florida sun is super bright. And they, it was a night game. So, well, <laughs> it was on Monday. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I'm trying to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. It's just not working. Huh? So <laughs> here's, here's what I'll say. He wasn't bad in left field last year. He had the he had like the few bad, like really bad mishaps. That's yeah. what it was. Overall, he he graded out fine. De- defensively real, in left field. <laughs> his, his real problem was if he made a mistake, he, had a, he just had a mind fart. Where it spiraled. Yeah. yeah. Where am I in the game? You know, and, and, and game presence is really the challenge for that, you know, a lot of that stuff. But, you know, <clears throat> hey, it's spring. Everybody's entitled to make their errors now and figure things out. But are they? Are, is he holding the position down? Are they still after Brian Reynolds? I don't think so. Uh, I was watching the game on Yes the other night, and uh, Ryan Rucco asked Jack Curry because they're they're playing the Pirates, so that they were they, naturally Brian Reynolds came up, and um, Jack Curry was like, "Yeah, that was never happening. The Yankees passed on these generational shortstop free agent classes, and they were never going to deal these prospects that they kept." Right. Yeah, so it just it, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Um, I, I don't see it happening. Okay. So, so who push? So who pushed the picks out? Oswaldo. Potentially. Jason. I think. Uh, Jason I, th- I think it'll be. A, I, I think that's where you'll see a. Uh, you'll you'll see a trade. At some point yeah. this season, uh, yeah. I just think that's what's going to happen. Maybe Ian Hap, Cubs are out of it. I, th- I mean, the the second year in a row that the Yan- Yankee fans are going to be clamoring for <laughs> Ian Hap. So, or maybe it's maybe it's Giancarlo Stanton. He just moves into right, and and Judge comes over to left and says, "You know, this is a pretty good outfield. Let's let's keep this." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I can't see that. I can't see that being an everyday thing. Yeah, but um, I'd like to see it more often than I think we'll see it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, let Giancarlo be an athlete. Yeah. (laughs) Let him be an athlete. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm sure he gets bored so much when it's just nothing but just every third inning coming up. Yeah, here's the thing. It's like I I do subscribe to like the, hey, he plays better when he's in the outfield. Oh, I agree. As as well. Yeah. but then it's also like a, a catch twenty two where like, hey, if he's not playing the outfield, he's banged up, and he's probably not hitting well because he's banged up. So yeah. Like, yeah, it's it's also that type of thing, you know. But I, I definitely do buy into like his head being more engaged in the game and, and stuff like that. And 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 he said it himself. So, um, yeah, just gotta stay healthy. Just gotta stay healthy. And and you know the trainers have been doing wonders with uh, the big boys. You know, over the yeah. last couple of years. So, yeah, last year was kind of the first 
first with uh, Stanton, where he, you know, he had an injury that, like, even when he was playing, it was still in, it was still impacting him. He couldn't mm-hmm. he couldn't hit the high the the high velocity fastball. Um, so avoid, he can have an IL stint or two. Just don't get injuries that impact your performance when you when you're trying to play through them. You know. Yeah. He was clearly uh, impacted by that by that foot injury last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I'm assuming you are panicking uh, about Carlos Rodon. <laughs> <laughs> when I sent you, when I, I, I said, yeah. he, I said, Hey, look, he's, he's going to be starting tonight. I didn't send yeah. you the results. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> hey, J- Jason Dominguez saved the, the day yeah. the, on that, <laughs> that game. But, but yeah, I mean, Carlos Rodon, he got, he got knocked around on that, on that game against the Braves. Sure. Um, maybe it's just a, you know. Maybe he just needs to take the Severino path to uh, getting ready for the season. You know? Yeah, he's just tossing out there. Yeah, uh, don't, doesn't care. Yeah. Um, I was working on a pitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't working out too well, but I was working yes. on a pitch. One thing to keep an eye on for him is uh, how he gets his outs is going to be different than yeah how he got his outs in San Francisco. <laughs> Because, as we know, San Francisco has a deep right field. Yep. He can just throw the uh, the, the fastball up and away to righties. Yep. And, uh, you know, those fly balls would get caught. He, he can't get away with that. That's not happening. That Anyone with any sort of power is going to take him deep at Yankee Stadium. So, hopefully, maybe maybe he's uh, maybe he adjusts and just throws up and in. I mean, the same. it's the same uh, – you know, the same level. Just move move yep. over on the black or move over on the rubber a little bit, maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it could be in, could be interesting. I, I think I, I think he'll be fine. So I'm not panicking. So well, and, and his his out pitches mostly are strikeout pitches. You know, and yeah. stuff. he's 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 another guy that's gonna with Garrett Cole. They're gonna they're gonna both be up at the top of the league uh, in strikeouts yeah. for the year and stuff. So it's it's power situation. I, 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 I don't. It was his first shot. I don't know. He's pitched really well at Yankee Stadium yeah. too. Yeah. Like I remember that game in like early 2021. It was like Jordan Montgomery and and Rodon. They basically dueled for, uh, for like eight, seven eight innings. Mm. It was one of the better pitch games I've seen in the last couple of years. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hey, you know, a, a little side note here: the Yankees are playing the Cardinals today. I wonder if Jordan's pitching. I wonder, I wonder if Monty's pitching against them. I didn't see their side of the lineup, so I want to see that later. It'd be interesting. I don't know. Just I missed. I missed. I missed Monty. You know, yeah. another lefty that could just do fun stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah, and uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully Bader makes that. Uh, yep, makes us miss him a little bit less. Uh, you know, he did last year, so. And yeah. you know he's made he's made a couple of good catches this spring that uh, oh yeah make you excited so oh yeah yeah um, all right speaking yeah. of pitchers yeah just this morning uh, Frankie Montas came out and uh, he had some quotes uh, basically said he wasn't a hundred percent when the Yankees got him and tried to push through um, which thank you Captain usually uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> like th- yeah yeah so. We knew that. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
wasn't the best choice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he uh, a- a- he said he's going to be uh, hopefully throwing in nine to ten weeks, and he definitely expects to pitch for the team this year. I don't know what in what role, but yeah, it will be interesting to see when we get to that point. Um, other than that, I don't I don't envision him as being like a key arm for the Yankees at any point. Not right now. I mean, you know, he's uh, he, you know, I mean, <clears throat> even outside, you know, even with when he's physically well, the thing that I still go back to is that outside of Oakland Stadium, he really was an yeah. average pitcher, you know? Yeah. You know, an ERA of four and five in some cases. So, yeah. Um, so we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah. Um if he, if he can come in and maybe give some guys some rest down the down the stretch that could be that could be something that helps um yeah we'll be interesting to see uh, of course shoulder injuries are trick or tricky to come back yeah. from yeah. um yeah so um, well, catcher it's been a relatively healthy spring so far and dare I even say it I'm yeah not, I'm not going to lose right now so um yeah, it seems just like catcher has been the position everybody's fallen out of at the moment, but mm-hmm. we'll see. But yeah, and and World Baseball Classic baseball has started. Yeah, so, yeah. I watched a little bit of that Netherlands game last night. Okay. Um, I gotta say, I missed the uh, I missed the pitch clock actually <laughs> <laughs> watching that game last night. Uh, oh. It was slow. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. USA plays Saturday. Dominican Republic plays Saturday. Those are the two favorites. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure when Japan plays. Those, that's the number. Three. That's like the number three favorite, yeah. basically. Um, yeah, we'll be. Uh, uh, we'll, I'm sure we'll be talking World Baseball Classic as it goes along. Yeah, um, be interested to see what happens there. Uh, Glaber's already with Team Venezuela. Guys are reporting there. Sharp uniform. So, it was a yeah. they had a picture of him showed up on social media yesterday. It's a really colorful uniform. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. Um, yeah. So, ready for history? Seems like you got a good. I'm one ready. History. I'm ready. Yeah. This first one, I had to, I had to jump all over this one. Okay. So, gather around, kids. In 1930, the Yankees signed Babe Ruth to a two-year deal. Worth a whopping $160,000. So you figure, average 80000 a year. And the GM of the Yankees, Ed Barrow at the time, predicted no one will ever be paid more. Well, how has that worked out? <laughs> you know, we just had Yankee captain Aaron Judge in Cadil. Yeah, for- I think the Otani contract is going to dwarf that a little bit this next off <laughs> you know it's interesting you know i, I i'm i kind of have mixed results on whether otani you know the, the whole debate about otani or judge who's better and stuff you know uh yeah otani pitches but that's every fifth day okay and he is he is he a good hitter he's a, he's a really good hitter is he a better hitter than um trout was in his prime I don't, I don't know, you know, but he's got that two-way capability, which 
Yeah. It saves them a roster spot for the most part. I think that's the biggest value of it. It saves them a roster. Yeah. It, it kind of does, but it also kind of doesn't because he takes up the DH role. That kind of limits the flexibility <laughs> there. Mm. Um, but the thing is, he, I mean, he's like, he's a really good hitter and he's also like top five Cy Young. So yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, he's going to, his contract's going to be crazy. I, yeah. I, think, I mean, Steve Cohen's going to be all over. I think the Dodgers are going to be all in. Yeah. Um, it'll be, and, and the Padres too. So uh, I think, uh, uh, those do, you think the Yankees, do you think the Yankees enter that? I mean, they got a two year deal with Rizzo because that's where he'd be playing. He'd be playing more, you know, they already have a DH, but he, I, I think he'd be playing more first base if he's not playing pitcher, if he's not pitching. I think he's more of like an outfielder if he plays position uh an actual position i think that's that's where the angels have had him they've had him all over. they've had him all over and they've had him at first i, I remember the games i've gone yeah. to he's at first except for the one he started so yeah um yeah but yeah it's interesting but yeah one hundred and sixty thousand, and no one will ever be paid more yeah wow that's not even a game salary for some of the top guys these days <laughs> what's that twitter account uh Freezing cold takes or old ta- old takes exp- cold takes exposed. Yeah, cold takes <laughs> yeah. exposed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. gotta send that to to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and in the other history moment, 1947, of course, uh, right after World War II is over, uh, the Yankees and the Dodgers went to Havana, Cuba, and played an exhibition game. And um, in, in the Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Dodgers won it in the tenth inning on a walk off uh, single base hit. Um, the Yankees only had one hit in that game, <clears throat> but the Cuba was really touting this brand new stadium, which seated 5,000 people. So again, here's today, how many people were we seeing in the stadium? So even back then when Yankee stadium was built in 1920s, you know, and stuff, I mean, that was 77,000 people, you know, and then that stadium and stuff, but Cuba was, um, <clears throat> again, before Fidel Castro, uh, and, and, uh, not to get political and, and the communism, uh, came in. Cuba had been a like a resort that America would go to. So playing a baseball game down there and all that stuff drove, drove a lot of things. And it was a huge, yeah. it was a huge um, uh, influence of the of of the United States over there. Uh, of course, that all changed, and it's only been a decade or or a decade and a half that you know Cuban players have been able, well, two decades that Cuban players have been able to come on over and uh, freely. And play baseball, which is uh, which is a fun thing. So okay. I just remember El Duque. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, he, he was one of the first, and he had to escape in order to come and sign. So, well, uh, had a couple of major leaguers on Cuba last night uh, playing. You know, Luis Robert was playing, and Joanna Cespedes was playing as well. He hasn't been oh. playing in the major leagues for a while, yep. but um, <clears throat> he was there. Then you got Yohan Mankata on the team as well. The rest of the names I didn't recognize. So, um, yeah. But they're and, in the breeding ground, but boy, Dominican Republic and, uh, and, and Venezuela and places yeah. like that have taken, and of course, Puerto Rico have taken over. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be fun to watch this world uh, baseball classic and see what happens because, yeah. A lot of good teams, and typically the crowds get rowdier in WBC ball. They're allowed to be. So. Yeah. Yeah, the Japan fans are gonna have have their chance and everything. That's yeah, that's gonna be fun. 
it'd be like a soccer game. <laughs> exactly. Just gonna say it was like it's soccer, soccer in a baseball stadium. So yeah, yeah. So I think that's a good way to to end the podcast this week. We got uh, you know. How many weeks still opening day now? We got twenty three days um, yesterday. Don Mattingly number. So basically three weeks. Yeah, three, three weeks and a day. Day and a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah. So we got some interesting stuff in spring training to watch. We got World Baseball, World Baseball Classic to watch. Um, we'll be back next week to recap it all. And uh, um, with that, and thank you for listening. Uh, tune back in next week. Let's go Yankees.